Hey, what's going on? It's McCabe. I'm Jenny. And they're actually letting us do a podcast? Yeah, because not everyone can listen every day from 2 to 7 in the afternoon. I get it. But that means you're going to take out all the bad stuff I say, right? <laughs> yeah, we took out all the bad stuff and combined some of our favorite moments for you and put them right here on a podcast. Okay, let's check it out. So here's what you missed. On the Afternoon Mix podcast. You had a, a pretty nice uh, Easter Sunday with your fam. Yeah, spent time with my in-laws and had a nice Easter brunch yesterday, and it was a short trip, but it was fun. You know, you got it in. You go see family. That's the main part. I kind of just spaced that it was Easter weekend already. <laughs> we were talking about it like yeah, all week. <laughs> I, it's just one of those things, I guess, because I'm not, I don't know. I didn't have anything planned. Like typically I would have a brunch or I don't know, a, a family dinner, but I had nothing. So I'm yeah. like, oh, it's just a normal Sunday. And I got some tickets through work for the Cubs game. And I'm like, sweet. I have a couple of tickets. I'll take some friends. And I asked you if like first you and Aaron wanted to go and you're like, oh, it's Easter Sunday. We're out of town. I'm like, okay. Cool. I'll call some other people. I went through about eight different people. Um, <laughs> Your whole everyone, friends list. My whole friends list. <laughs> and it just got shut down. Like the other, oh my either, there were either brunches going on, which now I'm like, Oh, thanks for inviting me to all your brunches. Um, to our family brunches? No, no, no just not, I mean, not yours. Not oh. yours. There were a few that hit me back like, no, I'm at a brunch or I'm going to a brunch. But I'm like, okay, you could have maybe thrown, <laughs> thrown in my invite my way. Um, so, yeah, I, I end up going to the game and just have like three seats to myself, <laughs> which I ended up sharing with uh, like a, a mom and daughter that came down. I just felt like, whatever, just just take them. Oh, look care. at that. You're a little inherited family. It was. I met some new people, made some new friends. But I'm thinking maybe next time, I mean, would that be too? forward on Hinge to ask some people to go to a baseball game. <laughs> it's McCabe and Jenny with the all-new Afternoon Mix. And you might be wondering why this is called Who's the Bobo Head? Because they wouldn't approve Who's the m- Who's the Bobo Head? Who's the Bobo Head? <laughs> yeah, and it was a busy Easter weekend. We got out and we both saw, I think, like somewhat serious movies. Yeah. You, you went and saw Air. Which on is Friday like, night, on yeah. Friday night, which is like the story behind Nike. I went and saw the very serious movie um, Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Gosh. Which is the, I know? Which is the story of, well, Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just take your word for it that it was a good movie. You know, I had a good t- time at, uh, at the movie. Um, it was it was action-packed. It was funny at times. But some of my, my favorite parts of going to a new movie is to get there for the previews. No. Like, that's that. You if, you if we're all going to a movie, you have to make sure you get there on time for the previews. Not movie time, but preview time. Don't I know that? Because Friday night we're eating dinner, and I'm feeling rushed because my friend and my husband Aaron both wanted to see the previews and I like to show up when the movie starts. I'm like, no, we've got an extra like 20 minutes because I feel like previews have pushed 20 minutes now. And I'm like, this is the time to go get popcorn, go to the bathroom. But like Aaron was like panicking because he was going to miss them. And I'm like, you can see previews nowadays on like YouTube or social ads. And no, I'm like, no, no, it's that's, not what that's, it used to be, McCabe, where you have to wait until a movie to see those. So no. I don't feel like it's got the same meaning. I don't want to sit on my phone and watch the Fast 10 preview. All right. I want to be in the theater. <laughs> I want to say I want Vin Diesel right in my face, you know. <laughs> I, I want Jason Momoa. You can't hold his... your cell phone closer; he'll be right in your face. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, th- I think movies the way you should go is you need to get there. If you get to do your popcorn planning or you get your drinks or your food, and the movie starts at four forty, then by four twenty, hey, go get your food. So you're in your seat by four thirty. You can relax a little. You can check out the theater, talk. Oh and my then god, the pre- you and got then... way too much time. <laughs> no, no way. I'm telling you, the previous ever since I was a kid, you would want to get there early just to see all the upcoming movie. That's just adding extra time on. Preston, who's the bobo head? I am
am with Jenny today. Yes! What? Oh, my goodness. It's almost like I view movies the same way I view appointments. If I make an appointment for somewhere, I shouldn't have to wait. So, like, if I make an appointment to, you know, get my car in the shop, you know, I'm not dropping. That's not a drop-off time. I'm not just bringing my car to you guys at 9 so you can start working on it at 10. <laughs> you know, so if I'm going to the movies, you know, the movie starts at 10. Well, then you guys should be playing the commercials, like, 20 minutes beforehand. And if anybody wants to come in early to see the commercials, they can. But the movie should start at 10. No, that goes against all things that the movie experience is about. If the movie starts <laughs> oh, at 440, oh gosh. you get there for the previews. You get there early to make sure you get there for the previews. But what about, like, That's nowadays, part of the like, entertainment like as well. That is the entertainment. I want to see the previews. <laughs> If it was only trailers, I would agree. But I feel like there's so many, like, Cinemark commercials yeah, and advertisements. It's not just movie trailers. Oh, if it just has the little Coke trailers, popcorn dance video. Yeah, and they're I mean, like, please silence your cell phone. <laughs> and sometimes, like, the trailers aren't that great either. Sorry, McCabe, today you're the bubblehead. <laughs> Preston, you can't compare going to the movies and dropping off your car. Like, you... Well, I think it comes down to, for me, is that that is a long time. Like, if you're going to go see Avatar The Way of Water, which is three hours, you're adding all of the previews on top of that that's like almost a three and a half hour experience give me an extra 10 minutes of previews because you know what avatar is such a big movie i want to see all the biggest previews <laughs> like i'll do 30 minutes worth of previews well what do you think who's the bubble head when you go to a movie do you show up early for all the previews or do you just like to show up give yourself that extra 15 20 minutes to grab your popcorn and all of that i feel bad for aaron your husband like he's missing <laughs> out on the previews oh no he doesn't miss out he drags me along to them and then i'm like all right you go watch these previews I'm going to go grab popcorn and go to the bathroom. But who's a bubblehead? When you go to a movie, do you show up early enough for the previews? Call us up, 312-233-1019. How about you? I like to be there for previews. Darn it. Thank you so much. <laughs> I mean, it's like the best part of going to the movies, is seeing all the new stuff that's coming out. And the snacks, of course. Well, that's when I use that time to go get my snacks is when the previews See, are that's why I think that's a big no-no. You have to give yourself the proper amount of time before the previews so you can have your snacks, have a proper snack time, preview time, then enjoy the movie. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I think Jenny's just wasting her time by just going for the movie. <laughs> I think you have it's too much time. not even an experience. So today, you are the bubblehead. <laughs> when you go to a movie, Kim, do you show up early enough for the previews, or do you not care? So, <laughs> there's a big joke in my family, I'm never early for anything. Oh, so. <laughs> Kim. <laughs> I, I count on the previews for my extra 15 minutes of mascara. Yes, I love that. I'm like, that 15 minutes of previews gives you a little bit of leeway to show up late. <laughs> you have like, to give yourself 15 know. minutes before the previews. <laughs> like, why are you wasting no. all the good movies coming up? There's so many previews now on, like, YouTube and everything. Like, you don't have to see them in the theater. That's, That's what okay. I'm saying. They, they post them everywhere now. Terrible. You can see them right from your house. Just ruining the movie experience. <laughs> Just ruining it. No, Kim, I appreciate you. That extra drink at the bar or something before. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't need to be there for the previews. Yeah, an extra <laughs> glass of wine. Sorry, McCabe, I do agree with Jenny on this one. You're the bubble head. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, George? Who's the bubble head? Jen is definitely the bubble head. I, I get there 10 minutes before the, I predict the previews will start so I can get my popcorn and get in my seat first. I'm right there with you. I do the same thing. Yeah. Jenny, you're the bobo head. Oh, come on. Cole, help me out. What do you think? See, this is a topic I'm very passionate about because I don't want to miss a second 
of the movie. So I will go for the previews, but it's just because if I'm 20 minutes late and I miss the first five minutes of the movie, I'm going to be very upset. So I always go for the previews. But he doesn't care about the previews, McCabe. Right. Like, I passionately love them. I don't care about the previews. I just want to be there in time for the start of the movie. McCabe, you're the bobo head. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, it's McCabe. Hey, it's Jenny. And we're... Asking for a friend. Ask anything you want. We keep it anonymous. It doesn't matter. Anything works. It's Asking for a Friend with McCabe and Jenny. Yeah, you can always ask us anything you want. Text or call in. Uh, We'll keep it anonymous. And this one says it's actually perfect for spring break since (laughs) that's kind of going on right now. Uh, It says here that they just got back from spring break with the family and it was a disaster. What was the worst family trip you've ever been on? Have you ever had like a disaster spring break trip? Yeah, it's so funny because you think family vacations, it's just supposed to be one big happy family. Everyone's going to love life. And sometimes it can go complete haywire. Oh, and yeah, for sure. I remember one where we went on a trip and my little brother, Justin, who funny enough lives with Aaron and I now, he and um, his siblings, aka me and my older brother, we got into a big argument and he was like, well, I'm going to run away. We were like, okay, do it. Thinking it was just like a dare, and he did. He ran away. <laughs> I've done that before too. Are I'm, you serious? I, yes, I ran away growing up. I even packed like a little tiny, like those little, like a stick, and then yeah, it had like a thing the at the end. Case a little pillowcase. Yeah, the pillowcase. Well, I would do that. It's all fun and games until he actually does run away while we're on vacation. So we had to go run everywhere. It was like this. Um, it wasn't like a campground, but it was a small enough like area where we could find him. But it was just so annoying because he just ruined the whole experience. How long did it take for you to find him? <laughs> I, I feel like it was a couple hours. This happened, of course, when we were kids. So, But I recall it being like probably around an hour or so. Okay. Well, when I was probably around that, only, only an hour. I mean, that's not too bad for running away. Well, I mean, where could he go? <laughs> that's the thing. I mean, that's the worst when you're a kid. And you're like, I'm running away. And then there's really nowhere to go. Like, we still see you down by the lake, right. Justin. But I went on a road trip when I was uh, younger, probably like as teenagers. That's always the best when you're with two parents and then there's four teenage boys mm-hmm. in the back seat. Like, that's not going to be a problem. <laughs> so we road trip down to all like the cool theme parks. It was uh, at one point like Six Flags and Disneyland and Universal Studios. And we're going. We're having a cool time. We had one of those old vans that had like a VCR in it. Oh, yeah. So that was really cool. But I ended up getting um, really sick. I got pneumonia, which this was supposed to be like first time going to all these cool theme parks and I'm just like this tiny pale white kid uh, you know just like <laughs> white skin just you know melting in the sun oh. and just ruined the entire vacation I had to go to the ER all that kind of stuff and kind of brought the entire trip down to a halt because I was sick which means which forced actually didn't force them they still want to have a good time I was the one the, <laughs> oh I was one of the ER <laughs> they left you they and left like- me all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Sorry, McKay, bye. Yeah, I called my mom. I'm like, <laughs> I need some medical information and I got to sit at the hospital this entire time. <laughs> well, if you can beat that, tell us, what was the worst family trip you've been on? So, uh, on my honeymoon, I got sick and I ended up in the hospital with kidney failure. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. What like brought that on? I was born with a birth defect in my kidney and I didn't know it. And I ended up with a UTI like everybody else does. Like when you go on your honeymoon and I didn't think I was sick with something serious. I was throwing up and I thought I got sick from the Chinese food we ate the night before at some you know slightly divey Chinese place. And I ended up in the ER in this tiny little town that didn't have a real ER and ended up having to leave our honeymoon and come back to the major city to go to the real ER at the hospital and found out I had kidney failure and ended up having surgery three months later and have my kidney removed. Oh my god, was that towards the beginning of the trip or the end? That was at the end of the trip. I mean, uh, definitely a bad place for it to happen, but at least you found out about it and were able to get it taken care of. Totally. Like, actually, I consider it a blessing that it happened that way, like a cool thing, because I was married, so I had someone there with me to kind of look out for me and take care of me, and he stood by my side the whole time while I was in the ER and the hospital, and not to have to go through that alone was amazing. Yeah, you really tested out in sickness and in health <laughs> at that moment. That's what about, right? <laughs> the Afternoon Mix. Deal breaker drama. In this one, Jenny, you actually found like, in an article or something? Yeah, uh, because... I thought it was really something that you could help out with. Um, so this woman is in a dilemma over not getting proposed to Ooh. after six years. Six years. Like, oh, oh. Sounds so familiar. Um, so she says she's always been straightforward about wanting to get married. And her boyfriend like keeps making excuses and keeps pushing the time frame back. So she doesn't know if he's changed his mind about her, about marriage, or if she's just reading way too much into it. And I was like, well, McCabe, you were in a seven-year relationship and your ex also really wanted a ring. Yes. Uh, I went through something very similar to this. And, <laughs> you know, I was also kind of not like pushing things back, but in my head, you just always wanted I don't know, certain things lined up. Like at first, uh, you want like job security. You want to make sure, okay, got a good job. Okay, I want to make sure that. Then it's uh, finances. Like, okay, we have fine, we can afford, you know, rent, all that kind of stuff and then to go out. Um, and then it was, you know, living together. Because at first when we dated, I'd say the first four or five years, we were uh, separate yeah. when it came to living. But before even getting married, I'm like, well, shouldn't we live together? And I feel like there's some people that are, no, you can, you can get engaged first, then live together, or you can live live together, then get engaged first. I just have always been under the impression or just feeling like let's live together because you never know when we move in. What if we hate each other? Okay, that's that's very similar because this woman in this article says at first he said he wanted to wait till after college and then it became like two years passed and then it became like he keeps on making like we want to have good jobs and then it became so like now there's new goals that he is waiting for and what was your ex's response when you were like, oh, we want to do this first? It, it came down to, well, nothing is ever going to be perfect. Like you, you always want all these things set up, but literally 
I'm going to keep, then I'll probably just have some other new thing coming up. Like, well, well, we should save for a house to make sure we can, you know, buy a house before we get married, before all that kind of stuff. So I don't know. I I, look, I loved my exes. Okay. All that kind of stuff. And these were hard decisions because then I would feel pressure just because we weren't engaged. It's almost like, well, does that mean I don't like you? You're thinking I don't love you. Like I still love you. I still want to be with you. It's just that you know, being engaged right now isn't on my radar. Right? I think it's a little insecurity too, because you're just like, oh my God, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> like, it, what's the hold up? But I mean, well, okay, to you and Aaron, you guys dated your husband um, for what, four years? Yeah. For something like that. Okay. So, I mean, that's, I'd say that's like the perfect amount of, a good amount of time. I mean, were I you think, happy with that? If it would have gone longer than that, then would you have been like, ah, oh, we, we need it. I'm, I'm breaking up. This doesn't work. <laughs> I might've questioned it more. Cause I would have been like, what's the hold of what's happening. But uh, I do want to hear from someone who maybe went through this. Was it a really long relationship before you got engaged? And how did you overcome like not getting that ring? Right. What are your thoughts about this, Megan? You said this happened to your sister. So she's been with the same guy for, I think this is their 12th year. I kind of lost track after like the first four or five <laughs> Um, Who's counting? I I know that, yeah, she stopped counting, I think, too. But, uh, you know, always the bridesmaid, never the bride. So they finally actually just got married after, like, the 12 years they went to the courthouse and got married. But it was the same thing for, like, 12 years. Like, when you're young, you have those goals, I think. Like, oh, let's get a house. Let's have, like, perfection before we spend all this money on a wedding. But I think in reality, too, I think that maybe he just didn't want to get married all those years. He wasn't ready. Yeah, I just think you know where you don't know. I mean, that's just plain and simple. I think that's what it is. And deep down, do you like this guy? <laughs> you know what? I think he's a good guy. I just think that I'm going to, I do, I do. I love him. I've called him my brother-in-law for a long time, but yes, did he f***ing off all these years that my sister deserved a beautiful <laughs> wedding? <Yeah. laughs> We're glad yeah. that he finally pulled through yes. because big sis yeah. would have come in. <laughs> yeah, I know. We finally have a party to celebrate, I guess, in a year or two. Who knows when that's going to come. Yeah, so Thanks, 12 Megan. years, so there's still hope for me. I can still do it. <laughs> There we go. Well, then you better get started, McCabe, if you've got 12 years. Yeah, 12 years. It's going to be a while. Now, just again, for you and your husband, if you would have gotten to like year 10 at some point, would there have been a cutoff year where you're like, Aaron, what are we doing? (laughs) I think um, after year six, I would be like, all right, it's either happening or it's not. We're not going to wait until this perfect situation. Well, what about, okay, I get that too, but did you ever think about, you know what? I'm going to propose to him. Like, if it didn't happen soon enough, would you have done the reversal? Hmm. You know, I never thought about that. Hmm. Um, I think I I just liked having the surprise factor and and I wanted him to man up and do it for me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad it all worked out, but uh, you can call and share your story as well. 312-233-1019. Chrissy, how long did it take for you to get proposed to? 10 years. 10 years. Oh, my gosh. Uh, What was the holdup? He just wasn't ready. He was in an eight year relationship before me and the girl went to the military and broke his heart, got married to someone else. 10 years of you guys dating before getting married? Eight years. I broke it off with him, left him for two years, and then at 10 years, he came back and was like, I want to marry you now. Well, that sounds like a movie. Yeah, and we're about to be 10 years married in August. Well, with this taking 10 years to actually get married, I want to know your side of things, like how it felt during those 10 years. What was going through your mind? Um, Maybe there's somebody else. Maybe I'm not good enough. A lot of things. It go, a lot of things go through your mind when it's like, why? Why? You know, and you start thinking about yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I don't even know that those things are going through your mind. I'm just like, I'm just trying to wait for yeah, the perfect McCabe. moment. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it does. It goes through your mind like, well, what is it? What, is there something wrong with me? And it makes you doubting yourself. But then it's, 
no, I am an amazing person. And you said, Lifting up yourself and you, I walked out. Yeah. Yeah. And all my exes were amazing people, but I'm over here thinking, you know, what should we barbecue tonight? Yeah. Right. You're thinking like, okay, we need to stop eating on TV tables. I can't propose until <laughs> I've got an actual table to eat on. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I had an actual coffee table. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's McCabe and Jenny with the all new afternoon mix. Who is this? This is Kim. Hey, Kim. Are you familiar with Trends in 10? Yeah. All right. We're going to give you a trending topic, ask you to name 10 things in 10 seconds within that topic. And when you do so today, you are getting our tickets to the 7th Annual West Loop Spirits Cocktails and Wine Festival. Okay. All right, Kim. Did you ever watch James Corden's Late Late Show? Uh, Sometimes. Well, I'm sure you may have heard that he is going to be stepping away from hosting at the end of the month, wrapping up an eight-year journey to focus on his acting career. So he has already set a star-studded lineup for his final run. Do you think you'll uh, catch any of them? Uh, I might. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think I want to tune in for those because it's like only when people are leaving something does it become much more valuable. And I also saw that the Kardashian family, they're going to make an appearance. And Jenny loves the Kardashians. I do. Um, so that was my next thing is during his final run of episodes, he's going to be joined by celebrities like Ben Affleck, Tom Cruise, Jennifer Garner, as McCabe mentioned, the Kardashian family, Mila Kunis. And he's also going to debut three more of his carpool karaoke segments. And Kim, I would like to know, since he does his carpool karaoke segment, can you name 10 things you would find in your car in 10 seconds. Yeah. All right. We'll give you a countdown in three, two, two one, go. Crumbs, mittens, a water bottle, shoes, pants, a shirt, my children, car seat, a mirror, dolls, Woo! You got there. I love that you mentioned crumbs. I have a hunch. Were you just literally looking around your car? Um, I well, no, but (laughs) these things all exist in there at any given moment. Well, congratulations, you did it. You just got our tickets for the seventh annual West Loop Spirits Cocktails and Wine Festival. You're welcome. Yeah, and I just like the honesty that Kim had. A lot of people wouldn't mention that they got the crumbs in there. <laughs> when you have kids, I think it's pretty undeniable. <laughs> it is, and crumbs are so hard to get up. Like, they're right there in the cracks, is where, they, and then you're, it's impossible. Mm-hmm. McCabe doesn't have children, and he's got crumbs all I over. have crumbs all over the place. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> uh, we're going to be back tomorrow. Uh, more passes for the 7th Annual West Loop Spirits Cocktails and Wine Festival at 5.05 for Trends in 10, so be ready to think quick. All right, thank you for joining us for the Afternoon Mix podcast. And feel free to give us a five-star rating. (laughs) Come on, McCabe, you can't tell them five stars, but we would love that. And while you're at it, we would appreciate a review and maybe even a like and a follow. Yeah, you can follow us on socials at 1019 Mix Chicago. We've also got our personal ones. That's right, you can give me a follow at McCabe on air. I'm at Jenny V on air. And also get the free Mix app. It's super easy. It's in the Apple App Store or Google Play. Yeah, until then, if you like what you heard today, we are always live 2 to 7 in the afternoon on weekdays on 101.9 The Mix. Wait, we're on it too?